Welcome to the Pensacola Expert Panel. This hour is presented by Key Marine, who's responsible for the information and opinions expressed during the show. I ain't got a high-powered motor. I don't own a wakeboard. I got a 1970 Morton guitar and an outdoor carpet dance floor. I got burgers on the grill and beer on ice and I'll probably be seeing you soon. I ain't making no waves, ain't starting no fights, just cruising in my pontoon. All I need is me and my It's 10.06 here. You're listening to News Radio 92.3 and AM 1620. I'm Jenna Barr. Joining me now is Stefan Schmidt. Hey, Stefan, I don't think we're going to be cruising in a pontoon in in the next 24 to 48 hours. (laughs) It's going to get wet and it's going to get a little bit cold. No pontoons Uh, for us. No, but there are some people out there that may go out. You never know. those Those are heroes. They are. They're, they just want to go boating. They, that's okay. They may, but they have to be boat smart. They, have to do, they do have to be boat smart. <laughs> that's for sure. We'll talk about uh, boating and, and uh, people that will go boating in just a little bit in times like these, you know? So we'll talk about that a little bit and see what they say. Okay, excellent. Yep, yep. it is a call-in show. You can call us at 850-437-1620, 850-437-1620. We taking text today too, Jenna? Or we? Absolutely. Text okay. and phone line is okay. working. All right, so give us a call or text. We're more than happy to answer your questions. Maybe you have a question about my marine program over at Georgetown Technical College. Maybe you have a question about your boat. Maybe you have a question on what to do when these gas prices keep going up. So we'll talk about that a little bit here at the end of the show and, and see what people have in mind. So you are listening to Boat Smart. Boat Smart is, contra- is sponsored by Key Marine Center of Northwest Florida. Key Marine is located at 5621 Bower Road here in Pensacola, 850-492-0487. Key Marine, your Yamaha and Mercury Repower Center, special discounting prices on all Yamaha and Mercury motors. Key Marine specializes in service and repair on all Merc Cruiser, Mercury, and Yamaha product. They have trained technicians that can provide top-notch product service and repair. Check them out on Facebook for all their specials. They have their consignments up there their, uh, and uh, their uh, hours and things like that. So check them out on Facebook as well. I always like to say that they have trained technicians because like three or four of them come from Georgetown Technical College, and, and, and that's just awesome. I like, to, I like to say that, and they have a master Yamaha tech over there now that came from Georgetown. So, you know, check out Key Marine. They can help you. They have the knowledge. They have the staff. They can help you out on any of your boating needs, that is for sure. I'm the Marine instructor over at Georgetown Technical College. Georgetown located at 2400 Longleaf Drive here in Pensacola, 850-941-6200 is the phone number uh check them out on the, uh on the website georgestonecollege.edu they have a chat feature on there that is the best way to get a hold of people at georgestone through that chat feature you can register now we have open enrollment that continues all year long so you can uh, register for any class out at georgestone and uh, check them out uh, on the web and uh, give them a chat on that chat feature they are more than happy to help you out scholarships are available you must pre-qualify for those va and pell grants are also available as well so i tell you it's been a, a busy week i started out four new students on monday and when i start new students it keeps me busy i'm telling you i am wore out today from this week because it's like double the work at that time because i'm trying to keep not only the students that are there that are going but the students that came in going as well and uh it's but you know 
we I, I evaluate I, the students when they come in the new students because you never know it, it was a funny comment that i got from two students last night we we have four students come in i have three students leaving all three working in field okay and then we had mary who went co-op a few weeks ago so she's working in field so we have a ch class that changes and uh the two students that were in my class last night that was her last night the third one was a co-op student so i didn't get to see him before he uh, completed the class but the two that were in my class transitioning out into the field they were kind of i guess reminiscing or thinking about the year and a half or so they called it a year and a half it's a year and a few months they, they were there uh they went through the entire program in my classroom and uh i wouldn't say that is unique for them to stay the entire uh time because a lot of times my students will go out and co-op but it is uh, it depends on the students and the class and that and, and what their goals are but both of these students were talking about how the class has changed from the time they came in until the time they leave and they're talking about the students that were there when they got there and the students that went through the majority of their time that they were there and now the students that are transitioning into the classroom as well and what they told me was they noticed that they had more of a mature class and we're talking age and and that kind of thing not a necessarily you know immaturity that kind of thing but you do know those kind of go hand in hand right so all right so there is you know they were talking about a mature class and as they are leaving now they are leaving a a, a classroom with with uh younger people in it and they found that very interesting that they had uh younger people like uh, younger as in like younger than 30 are we yeah younger <laughs> okay. than younger than 30 okay and the students that, that are leaving one is 21 one is a, uh, is a little bit older oh wow that is you know? young so yeah but we got students that are transitioning that are younger and and i think a, a lot of a lot of the uh conversation was mature immature kind of situation where the the class seemed more mature mm -hmm. in a the way they acted too i think right like they drink with their pinkies up i don't know about all that but you know i do have a couple from Gulf Breeze, so we'll see <laughs> yeah, so they may i don't know that's a joke going on right now we have two students from Gulf Breeze, and and uh and they have to travel over to the school so we've been we've been uh messing with them a little bit and uh we love people from Gulf Breeze. don't get me wrong there that's so awesome I, that's I, a little bit yeah, of a trick that kind of shows come how much the they like stuff. Yep. your class yep so I, we got a text message here it's just a question how many hours is your program uh the program is uh uh 1350 hours and uh you know when i tell somebody 1350 hours it's hard for them to equate that in their head because it's hard for me to when i look think about it i go oh, 1350 hours and really that's not a lot of time it's really about a year and a few months so a year and three months if you're full-time if you're part-time it's twice that or maybe even three times that because part-timers uh they just you know if you miss a few days here and there that kind of stuff it tends to go longer so 1350 hours is the entire course that's all the way from a through f that catches everything in the whole entire program that's if you're if you're full-time you can do it in a in a year and a few months or maybe even less i have had students go less time because it is self-paced so it just depends on your pace as you go through and what you've learned in, in, before you came to school versus what you're learning 
Uh, so it just depends on the student as well. So 1,350 hours, I appreciate that text message. So thank you very much for that. Yeah, so, excellent. you know, as, as we transition students in and out of class, my goal a lot of times is when I get new students is to learn my new students, you know, get to know them, right? And uh, I just really thought it was it was funny that these senior students that are leaving going out in the field were talking to me about the uh, difference uh, that the class changes from from student coming in to students going out. And I think um, when people think about teachers and and um, teaching people, you have to really think about the personalities and all these things that are going in there. So my class i even in college I, I didn't i've never been to college so i've done some online courses and stuff so you know when you go to college do, do you stay in one class for six and a half hours or do you move around no i've moved around okay so yeah. that is probably even in high school right grade school even I'm, i guess maybe even you know uh elementary i think may, students move around from class to class yep. you're with your 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 teacher for what an hour at a time maybe 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 a little more yeah and i don't remember grade school as much but i remember in college our our classes were about an hour and a half and i okay. but i did a lot of evening okay courses after so, work so you get to spend an hour and a half with a teacher and maybe you may have two or three teachers in yep. that kind of setting but in, yep. in school they may have what four four or five maybe yeah in the course of a day or something like that right well in our situation they're with me 6.25 hours a day sometimes longer because i got students that come in um you know early so I can be with my students more than I'm at home sometimes, it seems like, you know. And it's it's pretty interesting how the dynamics of the class work as you have people come in and people leave and how it kind of changes. And it actually makes me really think of uh, my technique in, in uh, how I uh, teach and how I, you know, uh, get the message out to the students as far as the learning goes and it changes m m the way i do things but i have to I have to be on top of it i guess is okay. the, you know yeah. so yeah so it, it's a, it's a fun time for us as we get new students in and and as they transition in and out the class dynamics changes a little bit um i think the the uh as the class as a whole as how it operates and how we uh make it through our days all that kind of stays the same it's just we have to tweak it a little bit to meet the needs of newer students that are coming in and the younger generation and that's what i'm talking about maturity immature mm -hmm. uh or what have you we have a younger bunch of students that are in my class right now and the ages are young i mean I'm, we're looking at 18 19 years old and i have several and i have three ladies in my class right now as well and I'm seeing this change in, in the way things are working, and I have to work with that, Yeah. you know? Yeah, plus I feel like as uh, time goes on, individuals get shorter and shorter attention spans, too. As a, when, when they get, what do you mean, when they're older or when they're no, I oh, mean, always in the classroom? Yeah, okay, well, yeah, yeah. in the classroom because so, people are so yeah. used to being on their phones. Right. I understand what you're saying. And, like, I don't lecture long lectures. Right. But, if, like, using, you have everybody, like, use their hands and you get to do mm -hmm, the hands on yeah, activity and yeah. experiences, which helps re focus and reprogram our brains yeah and and the new students that come in they have to spend a lot of time on the computer because they have they actually have to learn how my class works first of all before they even learn how things work in the marine industry they have to learn how my class works and i spend the first day teaching them that part and then into the second day and then I, they're kind of free on their computers to do the first you know uh 
few weeks or maybe a week and a half of online training that they have to do safety and tools and things like that sure and what i tell my students i say i don't expect you to sit there in front of that computer the whole entire time mm-hmm. get up walk around go out into the shop see what other students are doing ask questions that kind of stuff so their attention spans uh as far as sitting at the computer i break that up by saying get up and get out there to the to the shop go see what's going on out in the shop and uh then come back to the computer i don't expect you just to sit there uh for six and a half hours that's crazy right i think you know uh so get up and walk around and that keeps their attention uh span better like you were talking about they don't get bored with the computer uh, and they're able to walk around the actual uh, shop area and see what's going on out there so we are uh right now we're on spring break and i get 10 days off and i it's kind of we talked about that last week how i have four students coming in and now we have a spring break so my goal this week was to make sure i got them um into the any online stuff that i can get them in so while they're on spring break they can actually do some studying that way too maybe they'll have a week there that they'll spend a few days here and there where they're not going to get uh sidetracked and maybe stay engaged and i can and whenever they do that work online I get emails and stuff that tells me they've done that work. The system actually sends me the emails uh, automatically, so I'll be able to see if they're doing that kind of work and uh, and uh, be able to catch them up when we get back. So we talk about attention. You don't want them to lose attention, you know, while they're on spring break either. No. Right? No, so, I mean, it's, it comes naturally. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I know. And I get the same way too. Uh, and it's good you know. for our braids to shut down for a yeah. a moment and that's what i'm going to try to do this week i normally don't do that very much you know Just i'm going to try to, yeah i like to stay on the job I, and 10 days is too long for me you know that is a long time to relax yeah. i don't even know if i've relaxed for like 10 minutes right right yeah and when we have these kind of personalities it's hard to do that isn't it right <laughs> yeah minutes. i feel like i can hear people that know me yelling amen yeah <laughs> Yeah, always always going wearing no but i like out. that because it does refresh your students and then they come back okay here i'm ready to get back to work yeah, that was good yeah, i needed yeah. it now yep. we're back to work most of them don't want to leave to be honest with you they're like oh spring break really come on now you know yeah Aww. yeah they want to keep on they want to keep yep. moving towards their goal they do they do so w- this week we had some fun we had a big cookout last night oh that's cool oh my gosh we had boudin we had uh had shrimp we had hamburgers we had sausage we had all this stuff and the students all made it happen and uh i know my new students i told them i said don't get used to this this isn't an every week thing you know so new students coming in class you got a big cookout on thursday right they're They're thinking i can get used to this yeah i can get used to this class this is an awesome class yeah (laughs) it is until you get to spend time with me for several weeks without a cookout right that's too good (laughs) yep so we had a nice cookout last night and my students try to do that when we have a student that's transitioning out and they were wanting to celebrate the time that they had with the two students that were leaving out of class going to work so yeah that is awesome yeah hey those are the most again they help give celebrations it's like a pizza party when you're in third second third yeah, grade yeah that pizza party is like woo yep we School just can actually it's big fun pizza parties with good stuff you know so, there we go yeah we had a lot of fun and uh, i enjoyed doing that with the students it is a call-in show 850-437-1620 850-437-1620 maybe you have a question about um about the weather coming in maybe you have a question about these uh fuel cost and what you're going to do with your boat or maybe you have a comment about that that's fine too and you know when i when i'm thinking about 
the I'm looking at these gas prices going up and 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 I wonder what's going to happen in the marine industry because you know boats tend to use a little bit of fuel right so I'm looking at that and I'm wondering how it, how it's going to what's going to happen in the in our industry as far as uh gas prices are concerned and they're really high right now and we don't know when they're going to come back down so we're getting into the summer season it's starting up you know pretty soon and people love to fish and that kind of stuff and i was just curious you know maybe you're thinking about it. maybe you're on a boat and you're trying to figure out what am i going to do and uh how am i going to deal with the, the high cost of fuel as we get into the summer season and and who knows where it's going to end right i don't know but i know uh, i keep seeing I it going up i saw a friend of mine post seven dollars a gallon in california right so you know we're just kind of along for this ride huh like we can't get off the I ride think so you know and and i and diesel last night five dollars a gallon and then when you took talk about diesel fuel when you when the marinas are going to be higher than that so if you're if you got a large offshore boat or something like that they typically run diesel fuel and uh so that it's going to be the cost is going to be higher there for for them as well so what are you doing what are you, what is your plans as a boater as the prices go up i think it's really important for you to stay out on the water to be honest with you i want you to stay out on the water figure out how to manage the fuel cost um you know i don't want you to cut food off the table or anything like that of course but maybe you can move some things around because i think boating especially in our area it, it, it's it's something that can be very relaxing but it's not relaxing if you can't afford it right right but, but you need to figure out a way to afford the boating but what's like a cheaper stress therapy shopping all the time or uh, going out on the boat you know it's all i don't i'm not a shopper so you know you're like no we're not doing that yeah we're you know but and, it, and it's better for a bit for your mental health for is. stress relief mm -hmm. it's yeah i understand what you're saying and so what are you going to do to make up for that cost when i when we had i had a my boat back in i think it was 2008 or so the cost of fuel just jumped like crazy back then and i remember thinking what am i going to do how you know i'm putting where i was putting 150 dollars in my tank i'm now close to 300 dollars in my tank if i had to fill my boat up so what i did was i just decided that you know what i'm not going to make a long run in my boat i'm going to i'm going to still go boating i'm still putting my boat in the water but i'm not going to make these long runs i'm going to figure a path maybe the boat ramp that is closer to where i want to go so maybe you're thinking about that okay where's the boat ramp at that I, that is closer to where i want to go adjusting yeah adjust accordingly so you don't have to run the boat as far as you would if you put it in the boat ramp that you have before right so maybe you want to adjust where you put your boat in at, at a different boat ramp and then decide to go somewhere you know and, and i guess when you look at fishing versus pleasure type boating it's a totally different thing so if a pleasure boater like myself i'm i'm not a fisherman type boater i'd rather go somewhere listen to the stereo hang out swim that kind of stuff uh, hang out on a beach kind of situation so i would plan to go to that location and, and and stay there you know instead of running back and forth now if you're an offshore person and you got long runs mm -hmm. invite more people in and say hey chip in chip in yeah you know so that would be a way to get your cost down too so invite more people ch help chip in i mean they have to understand that right you know well, somebody suggested battery boats, so... Oh, my gosh. Who suggested that? <laughs> That's a, that is a no. long ways from us, battery <laughs> boats. Oh, 
bad. Man, if looks could kill. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> Battery boats. Um, we did talk about it in class, and this is not there. It ain't going to happen, so mm-hmm. not in my time frame i don't think anyway right but yeah but battery boats okay well, that was a good one yeah thank you thank for that you. we needed thank that you. laugh yeah we needed that laugh appreciate that battery boats yeah if you want to make us laugh even more 850-437-1620 you <laughs> got four minutes left with Stephen schmidt here on boat yep. smart all right so we're talking about maybe you're changing your habits maybe you're doing that but here's what i want to tell you the number one thing you need to do protect your fuel that you're putting in your boat mm. okay treat it as you put it in okay so think about that when you're putting fuel in your boat you're not going to use that fuel as much so you want to treat it and keep it for as long as you can when you treat your fuel you can get about a year out of it okay so you need to treat your fuel and you need to make sure you're treating it for for you know it's it's a it's a toss-up there are you going to treat it for use or you're going to treat it for storage it's going to be how much you're going to to uh depending on what how much you're going to use it you may try to treat it for storage to make help it a little longer if you're going to let it sit for quite a long you're not getting a big turnover of fuel and then every time you put fuel in it you know treat it again so it's very important to do that uh so the fuel will last for a long time uh in your boat up to a year okay a lot of people think this was a question that was last week you'd asked me uh ethanol non-ethanol fuel oh remember they asked about treating that fuel you still have to treat non-ethanol fuel okay and because it goes bad also it's not the ethanol uh non-ethanol fuel still uh starts to deteriorate in the same time frame i see you over there you got another one don't you no somebody texted in the tesla tune okay (laughs) i knew that was coming though yeah i don't know johnny i just don't (laughs) i didn't say it i was like no i'll hold back but johnny did not hold back so okay (laughs) thank you the tesla tune yep oh boy uh, hey but you still have to treat your fuel treat your fuel yes treat it like it's going to be in there for a little while okay and uh, use your boat change the way you're using your boat that kind of stuff so maybe don't go wide open throttle you know find that sweet spot where the fuel is your boat is getting the best fuel economy that kind of thing okay you know i like to go fast but if you're burning your fuel just to go fast that's you know slow it down a little bit maybe you can do that right so there's a lot of things that you can do to still get yourself out on the water as the fuel prices go up. The main thing also is to make sure your boat stays maintained. Get it out to Key Marine. Make sure they're maintaining it, keeping the, the, the engine uh, tuned up like it should be so it's going to get its best fuel economy, you know. So make sure it's, it's, it's maintained. Make sure you got good fuel filters on it, that kind of stuff. You're starting to scare me now because you're over there reading these texts, and I'm going, uh-oh, she's got another one coming up A Prius up here. on the water? A Prius on the water. There you go. I feel like you started this. <laughs> yep. Oh, oh, I love boy. my listeners. This is good, though. Yep. We need these laughs because if yep. we don't laugh, we'll cry, right? That's right. Ain't that the truth? So <laughs> that is the truth, so so treat your fuel maybe slow down a little bit that kind of stuff you know um i know that a lot of people have bought boats recently and i specifically i've been in the boat market trying to buy boats or thinking about buying a pontoon a tritune people know me go you're buying a tritune really come on i'm a go fast guy i like to go fast but tritunes will go fast you know putting the horsepower on them anyway but i see the prices are pretty high on them so you're you're, you're just kind of waiting to see what happens so maybe one of your options is you just bought a boat in 
you know a year ago fuel prices started skyrocketing and now you're not using your boat maybe you're going to sell it right so if you're in the market to buy a boat you might have to be able to take advantage of people that bought them a little higher price now the prices are going to drop you know and you're going to get a good deal on a boat and then you're going to go out and go from your short little runs there you go you know that's the perfect yep. opportunity. That's yep. good news as we wrap up. So, that's not yeah, that's good news. Oh, we're announcing a Prius on water. Quick. Oh, my gosh. All right. The show already went that quick. We got a live longer show. All right. Let me thank Key Marine real quick here. I got about eight seconds left. Key Marine, uh, Center of Northwest Florida, sponsor of the show. Give them a call, 850-492-0487. Key Marine, your Yamaha and Mercury Repower Center. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the text. <laughs>